Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Josh Brown, and you're listening to the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is Josh Brown. Thanks again for tuning in. This is episode 25 of the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast, and I'm so excited because I've gotten a whole lot of feedback from each and every one of you uh, on some of the recent episodes, some of the posts, the things I've done on LinkedIn. And it just brings me joy to know that many of you have reached out to say, hey, that was encouraging to me. And uh, anytime that I can bring joy to somebody or encourage somebody, uh, it really is what I live for because the mission that I set up is my personal mission and also the mission for Soul Heart is to make a positive impact in the lives of others. And I've built this and ingrained this in my own life and in the life of the company that I'm working on building. And along the way, you know, you encounter things in life as an adult that you never expected to as a kid, (laughs) right? Um, Basically, you encounter difficult people and relationships that are challenging and you encounter negative circumstances sometimes and it's hard to see the joy and it's hard to always keep that in mind that you wanna make a positive impact in the lives of others. And I just know that I'm so incredibly thankful that for whatever reason, God has given me a mind to always keep that at the forefront. And as I go forward building a company, that's going to continue to remain the same. They say that when you build a company, your mission should never change, but your vision and your strategy are going to be seasonal. I really believe this. I think there's a lot of value to that. The missions, the core thing of who you are and what you represent and why you're put here on the earth. The vision though can be done in different ways over time. You know, maybe you're running a business or maybe right now you're in the mode of freelancing or maybe you're working a nine to five, but you've got some big dreams. You want to one day run your own business like I'm doing, maybe even run a creative agency. Um, Those are things that in order to get there, it's going to take different seasonal visions. Maybe the vision right now for your life is you need to do what I did recently in the last couple of years, which is work on being a leader, work on your leadership skills. In fact, before I ever stepped foot into the sphere or the arena of starting a company, I reached out to a mentor of mine and said, hey, I don't even know what leadership is or how you go about learning it, but I know that I want to be a leader. <laughs> so what did I do? I, got sur- I surrounded uh, myself with people in my life who could speak into me and help me be a leader and understand what leadership principles were and why they were important. I knew that there was something about it that would help me get to build my dreams in the next season, but I needed to spend a season focusing on that leadership. Speaking of seasons, in the Bible, I'm going to go there real quick because faith is a big part of who I am. It's part of my background. There is a book called Ecclesiastes. And in Ecclesiastes, there's a lot of discussion or a lot of text about different seasons of life. And uh, this is something I want to read to you here. It's not exactly a season, but I think it applies to exactly what we need to talk about today. And it comes out of Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 3. And the topic here is on fearing God. And fear of God in Scripture is a very 
Um, it's hard to really wrap your mind around and understand it, but it's not a, oh, I'm afraid of him kind of thing. It's more of a love and respect and adoration. But in chapter 5 of Ecclesiastes, verse 3, the first part of the verse, I love this part, says, for a dream comes with much business. That like, let's just read it again. In fact, let me, let me back up into verse two, because I think it's going to help set the stage for what really talking about is going through some different, you know, polar opposite explanations of various things you should be doing when you're trying to go down the road of fearing God, respecting God, being thankful for the gifts and the blessings you have in your life. And it says right before this, the, the sentence right before it says, therefore, let your words be few for a dream comes with much business. What this means to me is, and I, I see this happen a whole lot in the industry. People want to talk. They want to talk, talk a big game. I'm even guilty of this. I've I've sold people. I'm in marketing. We used to call it brand strategy in uh, the YMCA. And so our acronym for it was the BS department because we want to embellish the record. We want to talk. We want to talk a big game. We want to act like we've achieved far more than we actually have. And what this is kind of speaking to me right now and why I wanted to share it with you was let your words be few for a dream comes with much business. In other words, a dream comes, a dream is fulfilled by doing the work required. That's, that's actually a good one. I'm going to write that down myself here. But a dream is fulfilled by doing the work required. If you've heard me talk, you've heard me use this phrase often, which is stop chasing your dreams and start building them. In order to set your life up for success, on a practical level, there's so many different levels, right? There's the physical, the spiritual, um, the mental, and there's the practical. And on a practical level, in order to be successful, you can't just talk about it. You can't just go and think about leadership, for instance. You can't just go and talk about leadership. You actually have to go and build yourself as a leader, if that's something that is a dream of yours. I had a dream. I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to, really, I was a leader, but I wanted to know more about leadership and how to be the best leader for my company, be the most effective leader. If you heard my podcast last week, you know that I didn't want to be a relationally challenging boss because I had one of those. I don't want to be a boss. I want to be a leader. I want to be somebody that people can look to, can come to, can be encouraged by. And ultimately, I want to make a positive impact in the lives of others. And I think that is what sets my mission personally apart from where I used to be in the past and what I used to have on the forefront of my mind, which had nothing to do with mission and vision and clarity and self-awareness. And so today I am on a much better path. And in fact, if you watched one of my IGTV episodes I posted, I talk about this idea of path in the terminology of trajectory. If you want to get somewhere in life, you can't really determine your exact path. You know, you can't really say, well, I mean, there's times we make a decision. You say, I'm going to go right or left at this decision. You know, I'm presented with three opportunities. One of them is the one I'm going to choose, but all of them could have been a good opportunity. But 
when we make that choice, we can't really foresee what's going to come down and what's going to come along with that choice. It could be positive. It could be negative. It could be, you know, something, some type of financial gain. It could be a financial loss. There could be health ramifications. There could be joy and blessing and extreme, you know, energy and all kinds of different stuff that you never even imagine. And so what I talk about is what we're trying to do is set our life trajectory. So I want my trajectory to be going a certain direction. And then over time, my mission is going to stay the same, which is really going to define that trajectory. But then over time, I'm going to accomplish that mission in so many different ways. When I started Soul Heart, my focus was just on web design and development. I did a little bit on the development side, but really I was passionate about the web design side because I knew if I could help you design a simple website, uh, like pare it down, make it real simple, real pure, very Apple-like in the design, then it was going to help your website be clear to the end user, the consumer, your potential customer. Now, however... What I've since come to learn, and part of this is the market has grown and shifted, but now you can't just redesign a website and it work. Now we have to care about the copy that's on your website. Are you sending the right messages to the right people, the right time and the right page? Is there the right call to action that goes along with it? And then ultimately, once you have all that together, do you have the right follow-up, the right customer connection, the right one-to-one communication? There's so many different nuances and levels that go into it where once I had a vision that was set on my mission that this is how I wanted to go about serving people, just the web design and development. And then today, how I go about serving people has ultimately expanded. In fact, just sort of documenting the process, I basically wrote up recently some of the soul heart strategy, the different services that we offer. And used to, again, it was web design development. I actually had UI UX or user interface or user experience design, which is largely built around how people interact with elements on a web page and graphic design. That was it. Well, we've recently, we're working on getting our packages together for what we're going to offer in 2019. And our Soul Heart services right now have three levels of light, standard, and pro And we are doing social media marketing, social media strategy, advertising, social media organic growth, social media automation and creative, social media video. We do small scale videos. You've seen some of mine. Website design, UI UX design, WordPress development, web analytics, web hosting, email marketing, email design, email automation, email workflows, landing pages, landing page video, lead generation, lead conversion, and ultimately brand development. There's actually a whole lot more that I could probably break out in this list, add to it, but I was just trying to ultimately define sort of the trajectory of where we're going to be going this next year in our business in order to reach and build that dream and that goal that we've got for taking our team from a series of 1099 contractors and some people who would commit a little bit more than others to being able to have a really full built team in 2019 that we're hiring our first W2s to be a part of it. We're, you know, I've got dreams, you know, some of the dreams, here's the practical, right? 
The practical is I want to have a space where we can meet on a regular basis. I want to have an office space with a little storefront retail where we're going to be basically selling different products around soul heart or the mantra of this podcast, which is follow your soul heart. I think it's really catchy and I want people to gravitate to it, to own it, take it on as their own and do things with it and just really expand what that means for the world. I think there's a lot of good that can be done in the world and helping other people. And I think the mission of soul heart is universal enough to where whether or not you even have a faith background, you can adopt this thing as your own and roll with it and do some incredible stuff in the world. And I want to see that happen in this space where we come together as a team and do actual work um, on the various projects and services that we offer to people and even some of the products. I also want to have a space where you, we can essentially have creators and makers come in. If you're a, in the YouTube community, there'd be a space where you can come in and literally record a video or record a podcast. You know, I've been inspired by Casey Neistat's 368 community and collaboration area. They go a little extreme. They've got like a whole gaming area for people to come in and just do, you know, gaming and that kind of thing. And I want this space to be a learning environment and a collaborative environment and ultimately a place where you can come to grow your skill set and selfishly I want this to be a place where I can recruit more people to help grow soul heart <laughs> that's really uh, the main end goal and objective but again is it going to happen maybe is it being well-intentioned and thought out, of course, but it's a vision that I have based on my desire to make a positive impact in the lives of others. There's steps of the vision though. I'm not going to start with a creative space and then try to hire a team. I'm going to build the team in order to bring and fulfill and fill up the creative space. But in order to hire the team, you see what I'm doing? I'm reverse engineering. I have to come all the way back to the beginning and I have to acquire some new clients. In order to acquire new clients, I have to spend time and energy and stay focused. I have to build out brochures and pamphlets and make new connections and business growth and business development conversations. And ultimately, I have to sell people on services or products that I'm going to provide to them that bring them value and help them grow their business or their service or their product or their SaaS solution, whatever the thing is that people want to do and whatever I'm qualified to come in and help them on, that's what I need to do first in order to build the team, pay the team, everybody needs to be paid at some point, and then ultimately move the team into an office area that we can build out as a collaboration space and have people in the creative community in our very own backyard come and be a part. This is how you unpack all the different things and the ideas you have. Now, notice I'm talking about it. I'm going to document some of this process. If you follow me on this Follow Your Soul Heart podcast, you're going to hear about it. If you're watching me on you know, my official Josh Brown on Instagram, or maybe you checked out the IGTV or follow me on Twitter at Josh Brown, you're going to see some of this. If you follow me on YouTube, if you can find my YouTube channel, you're going to see things documented out there, but it's all going to go back to the very beginning of let your words be few for a dream comes or a dream is fulfilled with much business. It's going to take work. 
too many of you that I've talked with, and maybe it's not you specifically, so don't take offense on this, but a lot of people that I've had conversations with, especially people that are fresh out of college or about to graduate, have these wild ideas that they're going to be able to step into something that generates them all the income that they could ever imagine, and they're never going to have to work another day the rest of their life. In fact, many of them have this idea that they can take a year break between college and work and, you know, actually starting what they would call a career, work for five years, and during those five years, start out making $100,000, work for five years, retire at the end of the five years, making millions of dollars, and then go travel the world for the rest of their lives. This is a fantasy. This is not reality. Now, you might be like, well, but Josh, you know, there's this person I follow on, you know, Instagram or YouTube, and they're doing it. Why can't I? You know, you're the first person to ever say you should always pursue or build your dreams. Stop chasing them and start building them. Yes, I agree. But I also think there's a level of practicality that you need in order to be successful. If that's your dream, then stop talking about it and start building towards it. But there's going to be levels. Most of us don't time the market right and don't have the luck that falls in our lap in the right time, the right way, with the right people, the right place to be able to do what the fantasy of that is. Many of us instead have to stop talking about it all the time. We can have a vision. We can talk about it with our friends and our family and people that are close to us, but stop talking about like you are somebody when you aren't. Start living your truth, being in the reality of the situation in the day that you need to learn some things in order to grow towards something. And if you want to be that person who travels, right, then travel. But maybe your first trip isn't going to be to the Bahamas or maybe your first trip's not going to be to some tropical island in a foreign country. Maybe your first trip is across the state lines. Or if you've done that already, maybe your first trip is you save up and go to a a place that's a little more expensive. Maybe it's a Disney World or a Disneyland, or maybe your first trip is you go snow skiing in Colorado. You know, like whatever the thing is, if those are all things you've done, then maybe you set your ambition to first go to Canada, Alaska, Hawaii. There's so many different ways that you can start to take steps to fulfill your dreams through your vision and the practical steps you're taking today. So I want to encourage you, wherever you are in life, that always remember a dream is going to come with much business. A dream is going to be fulfilled with work. Many of us have this illusion that when people are successful, they don't actually work. Well, the reality is, if that is somebody, if there is a successful person who doesn't work, that person, based on science, science, scientific fact, I heard it on a, or was reading it, I think recently in The Power of Habit, and they did some research and they found that senior executives and CEOs that are at the top of the food chain and they sort of lose the edge, they end up, even though they're still doing a lot more work than other people, they end up exhibiting TBI or traumatic brain injury symptoms because they're not challenging their brain and they're not growing their mental mind anymore. They're not challenging themselves to build their dreams. Maybe they've even stopped dreaming. I think that's one of the worst 
things we can do. You know, there's actually, even in scripture, there's things that talk about, or uh, passages that talk about faith, and it says to have faith as a child. And what do you think of when you think of a child? You think of somebody who believes anything is possible. You think of somebody that uses their imagination to dream big, and their big dreams are not going to always be changing the world and bringing hope, love, joy, and peace and holiness to everybody. Their dream might be really micro, but have faith like a child. Believe in something and go out into the world and build that something or build towards that something. But so many of these CEOs or senior executives that lose that passion, lose that fire, lose the drive, they end up being, even though, again, they're, they might be making more than other people, they might be doing more work than other people, they end up exhibiting symptoms and their brain ends up being destroyed and they become less intelligent, less productive, less uh, stable mentally. You see a lot of different people at that level start to not just lose their edge, but then now make not just, you know, not the best decisions to move things forward, but now they're making wrong decisions. Now they're holding everything closer to their chest. Now they're not being as generous. Now they're not being as nice. Now they're not loving people as much. Now they're uh, basically regressing from time with friends and family and neighbors and all the things they used to enjoy. They don't find joy in anymore. And it becomes a very mundane life. In fact, in Ecclesiastes, you see this happen um, the rumor is that this was written by King Solomon at the time, who was basically granted everything that he ever wanted. And at the end of it, he was like, it's all vanity. Everything in life is vanity because we put these things on a pedestal. And when you start to put things on a pedestal, you end up going and walking into a world where nothing satisfies. That's why I'm, I cling to faith, like, because I know that if I start to just desire material things, if I start to just desire money, then nothing is going to satisfy. In fact, there's principles in scripture that talk about the tithe. And a tithe is essentially 10%. Many people, if they're a Christian, will hang on this giving 10% every single month. But what's actually a little ironic about that, and don't tell anybody because they might get offended, but <laughs> we're in a politically correct world. But the reality is what they think is just giving their 10%. If you go back to the verses that it talks about, uh, the Jewish nation at the time was commanded to give 10% of everything every month, and then 10% of everything at the end of the year, and then every three years, another 10%. So you were roughly having to set aside every year another uh, 3% or 3.333%, whatever it was. And so basically, you're giving 23% a year. So anyway, in our modern culture, we've interpreted this whole thing as we just need to do the 10. <laughs> and the reality is I do this not because I'm trying to follow some script. I do it because, first of all, I feel compelled to love and be generous. But second of all, it strips the desire to hold on to the money. 
for years, we have given 10% and above. There were some times we were called and we felt led to give 20%. Other times, there was one time at the beginning of the year, I made, I think it was like $2,000 on a project and I felt compelled to give it all away because I wanted to start my year radically generous. My vision for that year was to be extremely generous, be radically generous. And if I was going to do it, I needed to start it off at the very beginning. And so we did. It was extremely difficult because I needed that in order to really survive. But it was a walk of faith for me at that point. What it did was it forced me to stop talking about it and start putting into action what I was going to do about it. So once you stop talking about it and you just do it, well, then now you get to reap the reward on the other side. Here's a great example. And for those of you that don't have the faith background, you might not believe that like things happen in certain ways, but I guarantee you're going to at least think this was good vibes. So recently I had a challenge. I had to migrate all of my web servers onto a brand new web host, my current host. I'm not going to name them because they were just absolutely horrible, but they made the situation right in the end. I'll tell you the story. But basically migrate everything, the host, like the whole system that I was on and migrating over just created a giant mess, created a lot of challenges. And I was working with senior engineers to get all this stuff situated and set up on a new place, new platform, new server. When I did that, I had talked with that individual and we had agreed that it would probably be about three to $600 to migrate everything. But he encountered so many issues along the way and at the very end, I said, hey, would you like me to float you the $600? Because I know you need some of the money. And he said, actually, here's the time amount. And it's $1,200. And I was like, man, dude, look, you can't do that to me. You can't like, change the price all of a sudden. And he was like, I just assumed that you knew because we've gone back and forth so much that this was going to cost quite a bit more. And so I thought about it for a while after I got mad kind of initially because I was like, you got to communicate this. And I've been trying. Meanwhile, I've been trying to get a $1,200 credit from my previous host for one month where I paid $600 to uh, get them to credit all these sites that were over there on that one. And then um, another month to allow me to transition everything. So I hear back from that team and they're like, hey, sorry, we can give you a credit for next month, but we can't do anything in retro. So what that meant was now instead of getting $1,200 and then spending it on this other individual or like I thought originally I was going to have like $600 in my own pocket for a little Christmas bonus, that I know is going to go away. But now instead of getting the $1,200 and then spending it so I break even, now I was going to owe $1,200. It just was driving me crazy. And I said, you know what? I'm going to live my life with integrity I'm going to honor my word. I'm going to be the person in business that people look at and say, whoa, I did not expect you to do that. And so I told this guy that I was going to eventually, you know, get around the paying part of it now, part of it later. And I just said, you know what? That's not how I want to operate. So I paid it all up front. I had the money in the bank. Why couldn't I just do that? I decided not going to make his life difficult. So I paid the $1,200. What's interesting about this is, At the point that I paid him, I was frustrated with my other company, but I said, you know what? I don't expect anything else to happen from it, but at least I'm living my life with integrity. The very next day, I heard back from the company that had already told me no, 
multiple times no. And they said, you know what? You are right. We reviewed everything again, and we decided that we're not just going to refund you the $600, but we're also going to add the other refund and refund you $600 more. (laughs) So here it is. Sometimes you have to take the first step in order for the step to be fulfilled itself. I was trying to make that like really you know, profound. And that's just what it will. That's really what happened. I had to take that first step in order to have the resources for the step, (laughs) you know, and sometimes that's a step for me of faith, a leap of faith. You know, did I have the money? Yes. Did I want to spend it? No. Did the other company have to do what they did? Definitely not. In fact, they told me they weren't, but when you live life with integrity, things begin to work in your favor doesn't like that's just the reality of life often that's just the situation it's not always going to work that way but there are times when it does and you can look and say that was a direct result because of this that I just did over here and I believe in that I believe it wholeheartedly and I think most of us are going to believe it whether you're in a faith background or a non-faith background does not matter good things are going to come to people that are doing good things in the world often. So at the end of the day, if you don't hear anything else, hear this, that it's going to take work in order to fulfill and accomplish and build your dreams. It just is. Don't ever get complacent. Never stop trying. Never stop pushing. Never stop, you know, working on getting what's rightfully yours in the case of that original $1,200. And at the same time, don't let that control your life and hold you back from growing and building your thing to the next level. Hopefully, this has been encouraging to you guys in some way. I'm really excited about being back on uh, the podcast here. I know we had a season where it was just literally doing this. I was down getting dirty in the work every single day, trying to get things done, serve clients well. And in fact, I'm getting off this podcast 11.37 at night, And I'm going to go and work for several more hours to get a website ready and launched, get some ad campaigns ready and launched, and then start serving a couple more clients that I've been delaying some of their work because we're so overwhelmed here at the end of the year with everybody wanting everything at the same time. So all that to say, if you have any questions, if you want to know about how I approach leadership, how I approach doing a business, how I build relationships with people, or just even some of the questions about the faith side of this. You know, what does that really mean? What does it mean to me? How do I interact with that? Um, You know, I would love to talk with you. So feel free, reach out to me. Josh at soulheart.co is my email. And you can always text me at 615-461-5682. My number's out there's a google voice number so if you call it's just gonna get a voicemail sorry about that but you can text me and if it makes sense we can connect you can look me up on linkedin i'm posting a lot of new content on linkedin and doing a whole lot in the strategy right there i think my profile is like j brown 001 because 007 was taken and you know james bond was a thing back in the day when i first set it up but Anyway, all that to say, thank you guys again so much for listening. I'm so excited to be on this journey with you, documenting my process for 2019. That's going to be a new thing. You're going to hear more about 
what I'm in the middle of doing, what my dreams are, my goals are, my ambitions are. And it's gonna be murky and messy and muddy at times because things are gonna work out sometimes and not others. And you're gonna see how this thing gets built or does it get built? That's the big question. I don't know what that looks like at the end. I'm gonna push forward, hopefully get there, reach and build some of these dreams out. And like I always say, ultimately, follow your soul hired. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been another episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast.